I'm Daniela. Welcome to my podcast, because everyone has a story. The place to give ordinary people's stories the chance to be shared and preserved. Our stories become the language of connections. Let's enjoy it, connect and relate, because everyone has a story. Welcome. For the next two episodes, I was fortunate to get requests from two 17-year-olds who wanted to be in the show to share the story. My first guest today is Amanda Penny. Amanda is a 17-year-old and the teen's podcast host of Amanda's World. Amanda is not an ordinary teen. Her life comes with struggles, but her dynamic, energetic, and go-getter personality keeps her strong and resilient. Because everyone has a story, Amanda is here with Big Future Dreams to share her story about why she started her podcast. I was really impressed to speak to Amanda and learn that nothing will stop her from achieving what she wishes. So let's enjoy her story. Welcome, Amanda, to the show. Hi, thank you for having me on. Thank you, Amanda. And I understand you have a story to share. Yeah, I have a pretty interesting story of how I got to like where I'm doing now, which is the full-time podcast. So, and why do you want to share your story? Because I feel like it's just a really good story that might motivate people to like do what I'm doing, but like start young or like to keep on following your like dream or passion. Amanda, tell me, when does your story start? My story starts when I was like five or six. What happened? So when I was six, I got diagnosed with adult ranking anxiety and I got diagnosed with ADHD. So I was in and out of like doctors, taking medications, everything. My outlet for that was um, always talking, talking to people about what I was going through and just talking and talking and talking. So I've always been that kid who's like always wanted to be in the spotlight. When my parents got divorced, my dad used to have like a video camera where I used to like videotape myself on it. And I have all my old home videos. That's the only thing I have from my childhood because everything else got lost in storage. So that's kind of how I started social media was like when I was six, I used to make home videos. Wow, that's very serious. How do you know that you had anxiety? What happened to to find out that you had anxiety? I suffer from trauma anxiety because my dad was is a recovering addict. So I've been c- completely traumatized with that. And at the age of six, I was showing symptoms that I was just really nervous all the time. And that like I was never happy. All I was is really stressed about what's going to happen next. I was never like living in the moment. I was always just so worked up and always so nervous. So that's how I was showing symptoms. So we went to a doctor and explained to them my side effects. And they said that I have anxiety ranking for an adult. Uh-huh. And the ADHD, you, you noticed that because you wanted to always be active? Because I was very active and very hyper. For a kid my age, I never stopped moving. And I'm till this day, I'm, I've never stopped moving. So my doctor said right off the bat that I had ADHD. And they put me on Adderall. And I've been taking Adderall ever since six. I've been on the same medication. That's on upping the dose. And then my anxiety medications that I take, they've been changed a lot. But now the medication that I'm on right now, I've been on since I was in the eighth grade. Wow. With all the medications, you're doing good in school? Or is it still hard? In like elementary school, I was doing okay. When middle school hit, I was like iffy. I actually had to switch doctors in the middle of my middle school year because my doctor wasn't able to treat me anymore because of how bad my anxiety was getting at the time. So I went to this one doctor. She was absolutely horrible. She took me off all my medications that I was taking in my routine. And then I went to a new doctor who I've been with now since the eighth grade, and she keeps me on all my medications. I see since I've been on my medications for so long now that it really does help my school and my grades. I'm an honor student. And so you thought the doctor was horrible because he took all your medications. Yeah. 
she canceled all my medications and it was like my anxiety medications that I have to be on or I'll, I'll like do well. So it was like, that was the medication she took me off of. And that was a hot mess. Yeah. So what, what happened? In my eighth grade year, it's kind of where I, like, I was doing social media off of Finsta. I took a full break. I ended up becoming severely just not myself. I was so out of it. Like, my anxiety fully took over me. Like, all I was is worked up and nervous. All I did was, like, cry. I was a hot mess and needed the break off of social media to focus on my mental health. We went to a new doctor, and she put me right back on my anxiety medication. And by the end of my eighth grade year, I started to become a lot more happier because I was back on the medications I needed. Are you saying that the social media was affecting you in any way? Yeah, it was affecting me negatively. Like, I was unhappy. I was being bullied all the time on it. So taking the social media break while I was dealing with all my mental health stuff helped me tremendously. What you're saying is that the social media was there and you were behaving differently. That's why you were being bullied. Yeah, the platform was toxic for me to be on. So I took a full year. And since I took that break, that helped me a lot because it gave me time to work on myself, but like work on what I would want to do if I went back to social media, which was my podcast, which my podcast has basically like saved me and saved my life. It's given me an outlet being people aware to things that I want to be awareness to. I've done a lot of different interviews that I'm very thankful for. I've gotten to work with a lot of mental health activists. I've done a sexual assault episode. I've done some episodes with some recovering addicts. So I got to do episodes that like are like hit home to me, like things that I can relate to to bring awareness to certain things. And I feel like if I didn't take that mental health break, I probably wouldn't have a podcast right now. Okay. What is the story that you're sharing with us? When I was in eighth grade, I was going through a lot personally. I had a friend who was really, really into social media, and he started to teach how to do everything. So like in the middle of my eighth grade year, my whole life got flipped upside down. My dad just came out of rehab for like second time, and I wasn't handling that the best I could have. I was very upset. He's been in and out of rehab since I was little. He's a recovering addict. So that affected my mental health completely. So I took a full like social media break. So then my beginning of my June sophomore year, I was, what can I do to bring awareness to things that I might want to bring awareness to like drug and alcohol or like child abuse or like sexual assault, like bring awareness to things, but from a team perspective. So I started my podcast and that was something that like, I've always knew that I might've started someday because of all the talking that I do. I've been like that since the age of six. So I started my podcast, Amanda's World. And since I've started it, I've just seen a huge difference in me and my social media perspective of things. And why do you think that happens between social media and having a podcast? I feel like since I took that social media break, it gave me time to work on my mental health and work on me and to get myself to a point I want to help others and like make a positive outlet for others to do podcasts, to bring just like a safe space for people to listen to me complain about my problems. And that's basically what I've done is I've been able to create a really safe space and a really positive platform to bring awareness to things that I feel like are important. That break that make you care of your mental health, what is it exactly that you did besides going back into your medication? I went back into my medication. I went to therapy once a week. And I'll tell you, go to therapy. Even if you're stubborn and don't want to do it, go. It's worth it. My therapist and I are like best friends. I've been with her since I was sick. She's the best. I tell her everything. And I feel like... It's always good to go talk to somebody else about your problems. I had an amazing middle school counselor who was with me throughout everything. And I still talk to her till this day. I have like those adults that I can go to who I trust. I got the help I needed in school to pass the eighth grade. And I got like the help to like move me on to high school. 
So like I took the time to really focus on me and focus on my schoolwork, what I felt like is a really good thing for me to do. And do you change anything on your routine? I meditate now and I never meditated beforehand. What I do is I listen to music and I count like in between the music beats, I do breathing and that helps a lot. Uh-huh. And how do you learn that? My therapist recommended me doing that for a technique, calming myself down. I'll listen to like my favorite song and breathe in between each note, a breath in, a breath out each note. And that helps me calm down a lot. And having ADHD, isn't that difficult to meditate? No, not really. If I'm doing something while I'm moving, for me, the type of meditation that I do is I've been horseback riding since I was four. So being on a horse for me is just super calming. And it's really relaxing because the horse is in control. Doing something like that is super calming. So the meditation was right away that you learned it? I've learned it in middle school, but haven't started using it till recently. I still ride, but I haven't ridden since COVID. Good. And what else happened? I decided like during quarantine that I needed something to do. I started my podcast. The amount of feedback that I've gotten from people saying that my episode about like sexual assault really helped them bring awareness to their situation and they went and like contacted the person. That's absolutely amazing to me when I get those messages saying that like my episode helped them get through something. That's what I, I was trying to do is like do episodes where people might relate to things that I've gone through or things that other people have gone through. I call it a man's world because it's like my world and you're all just living in it. And I've been able to interview like producers, directors, talk to other people who might have been going through something similar I've gone through in the past. And that's really cool to me to be able to relate to people's stories. So that's what I've been able to do on my podcast last year. And Amanda, how did you learn all about how to start a podcast? I'm completely self-taught. I taught myself completely how to do it. That was fun, especially when I got to use the equipment for the first time. My school has like a school studio. I'll be real with you. The first time I recorded, I forgot to turn on the mics. <laughs> it was like a work in process. Doing my podcast is like my form of keeping me calm and my, my form of meditation. Is yes. Okay. You started your podcast. And at the time when I was in middle school, I had no idea where I was going to be in like my senior year. What is next year? Because of my podcast, I've gotten the opportunity to realize that I could go and get a degree in communications and make a living out of doing like podcasting or like interviews. We have like a job one day at like Young Hollywood or like at a big TV company doing what I'm doing now, but getting paid for it. Big dreams, Amanda. That's awesome. And I understand when we spoke the first time that you said that you were very proud of you being so young and you have achieved all the things that you have achieved. Nobody else in school is doing the same as you. No, they aren't. There's a lot of kids who do podcasts or do music, but it's a lot different than the way I'm doing it. The way I do it, I'm doing it nonstop. Like I never take breaks. I haven't genuinely had a day off since August. I take some days off there and then, but like genuinely haven't seen any of my friends out of school since August. Like I'm constantly working like in school. I'm even in the studio recording. Wow. Nine months without a break. How many episodes you have so far? I have 120 something episodes out. Yes, of course. You're working very hard. And what is the format like? Are you interviewing guests or you have solo monologue podcasts or conversational or both? It's a mix of both. Okay. It's a mix of both. Like, I know I just dropped an episode of sexual assault with this Oh So Safe. It's a sexual assault company. And it works like with kids who have parents who might do drug and alcohol. And with the drug and alcohol stuff, I can relate to that part of it because of my dad. That was a really eye-opening episode for me to record was that one. So how do you find your guests? I do Instagram DM email people. I do like anything I can think of. Sometimes people will recommend people who they might know to have on. You live with your mom? I live with my mom, my grandmother, who's absolutely amazing. Those two ladies are my role models. I love them. And then my brother. How beautiful that you have two role models like that. And you do have a relationship with your dad? At this time, 
kind of, kind of not. I haven't seen him since 2021. Mm. And with his disease of addiction, do you have understanding? Are you reading about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been an eye-opening experience for me. I've kind of seen what you don't want to do with your life and what you want to do with your life. Back in 2019 was, well, originally he OD'd and was in the hospital. Then he was in rehab and had a stroke. And if my my uncle wasn't there, he would have been dead. That was like the big eye-opening experience. Like that's what drugs and alcohol can do to you if you don't take care of yourself. And that's kind of put me in the path of like, I don't want to do that with my life. I want to be better than that because I, I've grown up seeing what it does to you. So you don't drink? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't vape. I don't do any of that. I never have tried it. Don't have any intentions on trying it. All right. So, and how does your story continue, Amanda? I went to go see colleges, which we thought, I thought we'd never see the day I'm going to see colleges. Never thought. I ended up liking a college a lot and going to apply there in the fall. Okay. So you're going to study communication in what college? SUNY Oswego in upstate New York. And that's where you are? You're in New York? Not right now. I'm in Long Island right now. I have another year. Next year, I'll be a 12th grader in my school. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So your podcast is a beautiful hobby that you enjoyed very much. We just hit 8,000 listeners on the podcast. Uh-huh. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, I thought we'd never see that. My podcast has been played all over the world now. Like It's been played everywhere, and it's just crazy to see. I'm like always wonder if I didn't take that mental health break, would I still be doing social media right now? That's what I always wonder is like, where would I be if I didn't get the help I needed at that time in my life? But you also are doing something in the movies. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. I'm hoping to do a project for a movie. I got a couple projects where I'm going to work with some other producers for some films and stuff. I'm just, I'm waiting to hear. We'll see what happens. But you are going more towards studying communication versus going to the film industry. I'm going towards more communications. But for my podcast, I need a manager to get me more interviews and like bigger brand deals and stuff. And at the moment, you are doing everything, the editing. At the moment, I'm doing everything myself. Okay. And your episodes are usually not very long, right? Not that long. Sometimes like 20 minutes at the least, 30. Yes. And I think that's actually good. 20 to 30 minutes, I think is always the right spot. It was the key. I just don't like to sit still. So like, I felt like for me, the short episodes would help my attention span a lot. You do video as well, or you only do sound? I just do sound. I don't know why I didn't start video. I just didn't at the time. In my opinion, I prefer to listen because I think that people can do two things at the same time, like going for a walk and listen or driving and listening or cooking and listening. While if you have a video, you have to kind of pay attention to the video and listen. And I feel like I also have ADHD, so I, I really have to do more than one thing. You feel that too? I feel like it's easier for me to have audio because I'll listen to my podcast while I'm in school once in a while. And just not having to like watch a video is so much usefuler for me. I like to just listen to things, not like watch videos. Mm -hmm. And I think one pay attention more when you have to listen than just when you watch it. Yeah. We have your story. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Amanda, for sharing and all the best with you in college and with your podcast. And we will keep in touch because we're fellow podcasters. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Amanda. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it today's episode. I am Daniela and you were listening to Because Everyone Has a Story. Please take five seconds right now and think of somebody in your life that may enjoy what you just heard or someone that has a story to be shared and preserved. When you think of that person, shoot them a text with the link of this podcast. This would allow the ordinary magic to go further. Join me next time for another story conversation. Thank you for listening. Hasta pronto.